0: We get to speak with Adam French. He's host and creator of the Applying Awareness podcast. He is pretty awesome, dude. Thank uh, you. i through the 30 Days of Challenge, Videos Challenge uh, group that Rob House created for us. And I got to ch- talk with him earlier uh, this week and last week. And I was like, dude, we should totally connect. Bring you on the podcast. You are you are a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Let's talk mm. about podcasting. Let's see what's <laughs> happening. And so happy to inform, we have Adam French on the line. Adam, welcome and thank you so much for joining our podcast.
1: Junaid, thanks for the awesome intro, my man. Yeah, it's always uh, it's always good to connect with someone like minded people, and I'm excited to get this going.
0: Yeah, man. So. What's crazy is that sometimes I hear myself multiple times which is not a lot. <laughs> it's the life that we've chosen as podcasters that you have to hear yourself on your fucking e- microphone <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Adam, tell me your story. How did you get into podcasting or how did you get to this point that you are today and where are you going? So tell me, you know how you, what is your journey and and your story? Yeah, what
1: a what a bag of worms you just opened with that question, Junaid. It's it's definitely been a winding path. It hasn't been long in terms of a time frame, but a lot of stuff has happened. So um, I guess it started uh, my current tangent. I guess started when I came to Arizona State University when I graduated high school. I came here. Uh, to Tempe because I wanted to be a sports journalist. But then I was like, wait, I was given a lot in how I grew up. And I was given a lot of blessings through the wisdom of my parents and all, and all that. So I was like, I want to give that back to the world. Uh, and sports journalism isn't really how to do that. <laughs> so I went to urban planning Switched my major again because I didn't want to work for the government, um, and that kind of got me into entrepreneurship. So I started a health app that was going to revolutionize the uh, healthcare system. But I was 18 at the time, so that went nowhere. Uh, and then I went to work for a few digital agencies, uh, cut my teeth in UX and WordPress design and development. That was fun. And then kind of getting into the the fun part here, uh, I started as a co-founder of a construction software startup and uh, it was my friend's idea, but he wanted me to join in. I was like, why not? Sounds like a fun challenge. Again, we were both really inexperienced still and it was a crazy industry to hop into with your head up your ass. So that flopped as well. And the day it flops, I was talking with my friend and he said, you just have to visualize and see in your mind, uh, create a really vivid picture of where you're going to be in a year. And when I did that on the bike ride home from our conversation, I uh, visualized myself doing a podcast and it struck me like a lightning bolt. And it like I came up with a name on that like 10 to 15 minute bike ride to my house, and then I was like, "All right, I'm doing this." And put in all the social stuff, and named it, and came up with a graphic, and just made it happen. And now I am 19 episodes in, and I've been extremely blessed to talk with so many intelligent, wise, and aware people. So that is my story, summed up in two to five minutes
0: nice that is a really cool story and what's really awesome is you got to try those different things that you wanted to right? you mmm to you know being a, a web designer being for, you know user experience because one thing they say in entrepreneurship is you got to fail fast yes sir as soon as you can because then you're gonna learn somewhere I saw today is that you're not going to find a lot of lessons when you're on top of a mountain mm. valleys that you'll find a lot of the, a lot of the things that people struggle with. And that's, I like that. It's like, Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Podcasting is, is a really great medium to get into, especially because not only are you growing by the from people, mm more. It's almost like having a book read to you. Yeah. You can either read a book or talk to the author and ask them all these questions and how they came to the point where they are. Absolutely. How did they come up with the ideas? And like, I'm a student of learning on a daily basis and I'm constantly like putting myself through the, to the hurdles and, and learning different things. Like, yes. how, do I, how do I automate this? How do I automate that? You know, what can I do to, like, reduce time or, or use time doing many things? And every day is a new discovery. Oh, I could do this, or I could do that, and increase engagement, and and market my podcast, or be better at user experience, learn from uh, other amazing user experience, and you know talk to colleagues. And because the one thing that you can absolutely depend on. Is, mm like asking questions and getting answers from people because Mm. people are so open. Like, like you said, you know, you said earlier, you're an open book. Ask me any question. Yeah. That's how people, that's how most people are. They are genuine. They have the genuine need to help others. 100%. Yeah. It's it's in, in their nature. So that's really cool, man. I love it.
1: Yeah, I I think we need to have a separate conversation about what you're doing to automate everything because I'm on that journey as well and I need a shortcut.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely, the one shortcut that you will not find is filling up that bucket with content. And you're nine mm. episodes in, which is beautiful. You know, you've got a really good point, and you know, just keep going and keep adding and keep recording episodes after episodes. And because when you have that bucket full of content, now you can automate. Hmm. Because what happens, like a lot of people that I'm listening to podcasts and, and books, they're like, you know, I've been compiling content for two years like he's just writing articles out for articles after articles so there's so much content there that he can automate that for a long time
1: oh so build the bucket and then focus on automation
0: yes because you can automate let's say you've automated to like and that's what i'm looking at and struggling through as well is you know sure i've got A few interviews, I've got, let's say, 10 interviews that I want to automate the social media interaction. That's 10 days of social media interaction. I still have to come up with the rest of the 20 days for the month. But if I have 180 episodes, 100 episodes, I'm good for 200 days. There, you know, I'm, I'm just sharing that same content in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then, even if you look at one episode, if let's say it's a you know forty-five minute long episode, you can break down the points and look at it from a totally different light, and then reshare that content over the next two weeks, the next four weeks, and yeah. bringing in people in that way. So, I'm always like, okay, I've got to build up the content. I've got to have enough interviews, and in, I've got to have enough all of this stuff, then I got to find the time mm. to break these up and see if there are similarities in the content because you're analyzing this content. And, and you can then say, okay, I talked to five different guests or I talked to 10 different guests. Four of them were entrepreneurs. And even from those four, three of these guys talked about very similar concepts. Let's put that together. And now you've got another piece of content that you can share.
1: Yeah, I'm not really at the point where I'm kind of wanting to search for meta patterns, but I am creating a lot of video content on the side, so I might get there sooner rather than later. But I was thinking of like, like I'm in college right now. There are probably a lot of people who would be down to do that for me for a small compensation because at the end of the day, like when you're searching for patterns in this content like you're learning so much about <laughs> about what it's telling you right and it's not just this monotonous work it's like you're absorbing it and processing it and synthesizing the information so it's like oh is you know that question of delegation always comes up right but for me it's almost something i want to do because i feel like i've learned so much from this and i want to give that opportunity to learn to someone else and sifting through uh, all the different episodes and finding patterns and making PDFs and making short videos. I feel like that would be an incredible opportunity to take all of it and digest it in little bits.
0: That's exactly what Gary V's team is doing. He says, my one video of content, 45 minutes of content becomes 30 to 45 pieces of content going on so many different medias. because. Each platform has a different requirement. On Instagram, Mm -hmm. you can post a 15 second story, or you can break up a longer story into shorter stories, and you can put a minute long post. And then on Snapchat, you can have a 10 second video. On, you know, so they all of these platforms have different aspects and different requirements. And for me right now, that's a nightmare to deal with. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It is a nightmare because you got to think about all of this stuff. I'm like, okay, now, so, and that's where I'm thinking about, okay, creating a template. If I have mm. a template in place, I've, I know what my logo is. I know what all these things are, but then there, there's the patterns that I see, okay, the guest name is always changing. The title of the episode is changing. The episode number is changing and the content, the little audio piece is going to change always. Mm-hmm. So I'm still learning from my own mistakes or from my own, you know, research is okay. What kind of audio piece do I need to find? Like it has to have some kind of meat in the message. So when people listen to it or when people watch this video, they'll come back and listen to the rest of the episode. So again, it's all a matter of putting that time in and analyzing and uh, putting it together. The ROI is low on this. But the other thing that I've learned is the more people you talk to, the more connections you're making. So those connections yep. will, you know, then basically get you in connection with people. They'll be like, hey, I want to do what you're doing. How do I do it? And then you can be like, oh, check out my course. Check out my whatever <laughs> on my Patreon page or check out my course on Teachable. And they can go that route. So there's many different ways. It's just it's just that it's so overwhelming,
1: and it's it's incredibly overwhelming, yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly overwhelming, but at the end of the day, it's either like you ha you are Gary Vee and you have all this money and manpower to put towards it, or you just gotta invest the time in doing bit by bit, and like right now, I think. I just have to be content at where I'm at. And once I'm able to monetize the value that I'm providing through my content a little bit more effectively, and once I have a bigger platform, I'll be able to have someone else do it so I can just focus on the important things that I'm good at, which is learning and then telling stories that convey the knowledge I learned.
0: Absolutely. I will share a link with you. Uh, This is Nathan Latka he was able to grow his podcast at an exponential rate. Mm. He went from zero to a million downloads in about six to eight months. Wow. And he basically breaks down how he did it in this blog post that I shared with you. And it's really cool. It's really amazing. And now, granted, this blog post came out about three years ago, February of 2016. But all of the information is absolutely applicable. Yeah. And he is on point. He, he does a lot of interviews on his podcast. And they're anywhere from 15 to 20. I think 15 minutes is probably the max. But he's talking to CEOs and he's talking to big shots and asking them how they run their business. And he's like on point and he'll break it down because he's very he's a very numbers guy. Hmm. So it's really cool to see other podcasters and see what they're doing and, and see how you can mimic that success into your own podcast. And I'm constantly learning. Like today, I listened to... A podcast from Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. And he mm. has some really good information there. And so I'm not only looking at how they're presenting the podcast, I'm also looking at the structure of the podcast. What's in the beginning? What's after the beginning? You know, what's yeah. things that they're putting in into the podcast? And what's happening towards the end of the podcast? Are you? promoting your own podcast or you're promoting your own service? What are you doing? What's happening? Mm. it be cool to see all of those elements that put a good podcast episode together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I've started doing is I'm just like really paying attention to what people are doing on LinkedIn. Like Mark Metry, he had an amazing idea where it's like, it would probably be less potent for me, but you know, giveaways are always good. He was like, "Hey, screenshot a review of my podcast, put it in the comments and someone's going to win an interview on my podcast, you know? And I was like, holy shit, like I need to start using that. I mean, at least once I have a platform and whatnot, so that people will actually really want to be on my show because right now it's I'll, I'll have a lot of different people on my show because you know I'm still still new I got like 50 listens per episode it's really nothing big yeah. yet so that doesn't carry as much weight as it might in the future I can still give away a book or something and it has the same power because people still I feel like people still want to support what I'm doing they just need that little extra nudge right
0: <laughs> now there's another podcaster Donnie of the success champions podcast and he's got an episode on there and he talks about how to get on how to be a guest on other people's podcasts and he's got some really awesome tips and did you know have you heard of John Lee Dumas
1: I have absolutely that man is that man taught me how to start my podcast
0: there you go. <laughs> there you go, geez. so he to be on his podcast, you got to pay five thousand dollars. No way, mm-hmm. dude! I was like, "What? He's charging people five grand just to be on his podcast?" Because if you think about it, it's like running an ad on Super Bowl. You have a lot of eyeballs. You have a lot of people. A lot, yeah. To, listening to your podcast, you know, it's like being on the radio show. It's, it's almost like an advertisement. You're going and being promoted to thousands of listeners, millions of listeners that are following JLD or following you know, Pat Flynn or so many different big shot guys. Mm. So that's-, that's
1: incredible. $5,000, man. Mm-hmm. That's so much to be on a podcast. And you know, people are willing to pay that. They see the value but return.
0: If you're a business owner and you have a product to sell, mm-hmm. $5,000 is nothing. Because it's like marketing. You either spend five grand on a TV ad, and you know get creaks. Could
1: you even get a TV ad for that much? Probably not. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just guessing. Yeah. You can spend five thousand dollars on Facebook, and, and you know, ad revenue, or ad. You know, you basically it comes out of your marketing budget. Okay. What yeah. do you want to market and being on a big podcast like that is just like that it's it's promoting your business It's promoting your services or whatever it is that you're offering and yeah. we're, we're small shot i mean i don't have them episodes either but i after listening to donny boyvin's episode of how to be guests on other podcasts i was like okay i've got to strategize and figure out who's my audience who's my avatar and exactly and be like, hey, I've got this podcast and I'd love to be on your podcast and be a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty
1: cool. That, yeah, that's from John Lee Dumas, his like free How to Start a Podcast series. Uh, that was one thing that he drilled mm-hmm. home uh, to me, which is like... Hey, you got to spread yourself around. You got to really connect with a wide variety of people. And one of the first things I did in creating my podcast was writing down uh, the avatar, right? The user persona, like you're a UX guy, you know, all about that stuff. And it's the same process. It's literally the design process. It underlies the creation of everything like if you're going to create something systematically based on feedback you're using the design process and you are forming a certain you know a listener is a, a user and you're forming their the experience they have and the ease in which they can share your stuff or the emotional attachment that they will feel to you and your content and how that will make them react. So it's it's just taking these things that are usually put into the context of product design, especially software product design, and putting them into the context of, hey, I have a podcast, I want to deliver value to people and help them recognize the value and design a process for them to go through that helps me and helps them.
0: That's a really good point. And I've been thinking about that a lot because... One of the things that Seth Godin mentioned in his book, This Is Marketing, mm. he talks about how marketers, are empath- they use empathy to understand who they're marketing to. 100%. Podcasters, like right, We're doing exactly the same thing as UX designers, you know, so empathic, mm. empathetic to our users' needs, being the advocate for the users.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And it's really a concept that Seth Godin has uh, taken to marketing very powerfully, but it's a concept that can underlie any type of anything that you're trying to give to other people. Maybe not even make a living off of it. Just any type of value you want to give to people where they're, and I think most valuable things they require, well, all valuable things they require an opting in or a choice to accept that value from person that you're trying to give it to right so it's about delivering that value in a way where you know they will accept it and so you know it will actually to their experience in life
0: exactly wow we've covered a lot of awesome topics here so (laughs) jordan he's been blogging forever like he's got content for days and that's how he's able to create these books and because he's got ton of content he's had ton of experience and that's what we're trying to build up too
1: absolutely man like for me like i wanted to get into podcasting and and all that um now i'm realizing that podcasting is only a part of it i want to i have a blog so that's also a part of it but The reason I got into that was because, you know, I know I want to do something in the regenerative agriculture space or something that changes, that changes the world in a very positive way, because, you know, it all goes back to the blessings I was given. Right. And I want to give those back as... In most impactful way, as possible. So it, I think for me, it starts with having a platform of credibility and people who respect you and will help you out when you're looking for feedback on a product or will check out your blog post on X. And just having that community is huge for anything, you know, because you can use that for anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, man. So we're at a point where I asked you a few questions and. You get to answer them. So what is one hobby that you wish you got into? One hobby that
1: I've been getting back into lately is uh, dancing. Well, not back into, I never was dancing, but um, I just started it and I wish I got into it earlier because I love uh, yoga. I've been doing yoga for a long time and it's almost a different form of that. And it's just, you know, after I do it, I always feel better than before when I did it. So it's, uh, those things are extremely, extremely valuable to me. It's things that raise my energy and my mood Mm -hmm. just inherently. So, uh, that's one thing. Another thing is like some form of art that I do with my hands. Like, I don't know, like, sculpting I guess uh, just making something with my hands because I never really got into that but it's a super valuable thing to be able to use your hands to make changes in this physical world you know we're also used to and trained to use these computers right but at the end of the day making change in the physical world is more more tangible it's more one-to-one as in you know actually how you are manifesting what you want to manifest if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah you 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 get full feedback get
1: um, yeah all your senses exactly
0: that's awesome man all right so next one is what is your favorite movie or tv show favorite movie or
1: tv show oh man i think i answered this question with a book so, do you mind if I answer it yeah, with the book? Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't. Man, I haven't watched movies. I I need to watch more movies and TV. That stuff is super valuable, kind of like cultural artifacts, right? But um, okay. So, <laughs> my favorite, uh, my favorite book, I guess a different kind of cultural artifact right now, is uh, "How to Change Your Mind" by Michael Pollan, and I really want to have him on the show. That that would be a dream come true for me.
0: That is an awesome book because. You got to know how to change not just your own mind, but mm. other people's minds. Have you read it? I have not, but I've heard about it
1: many times. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's an incredible deep dive into all things consciousness, spirituality. And it's something that's really influenced my personal and spiritual growth over the last few months.
0: Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. So, next question. What is your favorite superhero? <laughs> I guess,
1: uh, yes, Doctor Strange, for sure. Okay. Definitely Doctor Strange. He is good. He's yeah, because he had to train to get his powers, right? He didn't just have his powers. He had to train and develop those powers. And I think that holds a mirror to what we are all capable of. Like If I, you know, if I really tried, I could, I don't know, like do a handstand for three hours. You know, like we are capable of shaping our powers. And that that movie really illustrates that to me. And
0: um, yeah that's that's a really good one. I pick Iron Man mm. He also flashed through my mind too. <laughs> because his genius and his ability to create things. Yes. And and, and I like that process of building stuff and putting mm. together and figuring things out and so that's that's one of my favorite ones. All right, last one. If you were a board game, what it would be? What what would it be if I was a board game? Yeah, you're the board game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I am not super um well versed on board games. Uh man, I remember playing a board game that I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, with my family. It was called Pandemic.
0: Pandemic, okay.
1: Yeah, and it was like we had to fight off this infection and board game. Yeah, I guess I'd be that board game because, you know, the board game brought us together and helped us, like, work together to solve problems, and it really stimulated me. So I'd like to think that if I was a board game, I would uh, <laughs> stimulate problem solving, I guess. <laughs> so Pandemic. I am a disease board game. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not bad at all. Not bad at all. That's pretty cool. All right. So so where can my audience, my lovely listeners find you, Adam?
1: Yeah. First of all, lovely listeners, thank you for uh, listening to this. I I appreciate it. And I know Junaid is a fantastic host. Um, but anyways, you can find me on Anchor at uh, anchor.fm slash applying-awareness and you can also just find it on any podcasting platform that you like or enjoy by searching up applying awareness and then on social media you can also search up applying awareness on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook And you'll find my podcast there. And then on LinkedIn, you can search up Adam French. And I think, I don't know if I'll be the first one, but you'll see that I'm the host and creator of Applying Awareness Podcast. So that is how you can find me.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much, Adam. Uh, I will be sure to include those links in the show notes.
1: Much appreciated, man.
0: People can find your information and reach out to you. And uh, yeah, man, this was really awesome. We got to talk podcasts. we got to talk about finding persona, finding our audience and how to connect with them and how to create, create great content. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, thanks so much for our amazing host, our amazing sponsor, Anchor FM, mm. providing us this amazing platform. To the podcast right
1: yeah I'm on it as well I'm actually in the process it's going to be a very long process but I am in the process of building my own website and that will become after probably a few months or years of development the center for all things applying awareness so uh, really excited for that to happen but until then I'm using anchor <laughs> Perfect.
0: all right man thank you so much for coming on to the podcast
1: absolutely it was a pleasure talk to you soon all right bye-bye junaid
0: Bye. congratulations you made it to the end of the episode thanks so much for listening to our guest on this episode please send me an email at junaid at com to tell me what you loved about our guest today you could find links mentioned in this episode on the com website